Feels. I can't remember the last time that I recorded a Friday Feels, but welcome back. If you're new here, thank you. Did I say new? Okay, so my brain isn't working very well this morning, but thank you for being here. If you're new, welcome. My podcast is about my life journey, and I share it by chatting with the people who inspire and motivate me, and that's on Wednesdays. And today is Friday, and I have a Friday Feel segment where I talk about what I was practicing in therapy for the week or something that resonated with me through the week that I thought you guys might like or appreciate for yourselves. So this week, given that Saturday, Sunday, oh my god, Sunday is Valentine's Day, whether you celebrate it with your significant others or with yourself because hello self-love, trending for the past year and I hope for the rest of our lives, or you celebrate it with your girlfriends because they will always be there for you guys. Believe me when I have learned this time and time and time and time again. My girls are here for me through everything, through everything. And I love them. I would not be who I am without them. And I would not be as sane as I am without them. So I love you guys. If you guys are listening, you know who you are. Um, So anyways, the thing that resonated with me this week was actually Matthew Hussey. I was going to say the universe. <laughs> well, the universe gave me Matthew Hussey to listen to this week. He his One of his videos came up on my YouTube. I'm a long-time listener, a long-time viewer, a long-time everything Matthew Hussey because, one, if you guys don't know who he is, please look him up, and then you'll understand my first point to why I'm a long-time fan. Secondly... <laughs> It's because he gives a really interesting perspective and advice and opinion on relationships, be it with yourself, with your significant others, with family members. He he gives a lot of good relationship advice. Mind you, a lot of his relationship advice is with romantic relationships, but he still, he has great relationship advice with yourself being that it is the most important relationship you have in your life and that you should always work on yourself first. Uh, one of the most recent things that I heard from Stephen Hussey, Stephen Hussey, that's his brother, <laughs> Stephen Speaks, was if you want to find the perfect partner for yourself, be that perfect partner because when you become who you want to love you and respect you and someone you can trust and be honest with and be vulnerable with, that's because that's coming from you. And the person that finds you will radiate that because you not only hold yourself to a certain standard, but you will also make sure that they know that you hold yourself to a certain standard and they won't go outside of those boundaries which is amazing advice from Stephen Speaks anyways back to Matthew Hussey his video that I saw for the week was 
for anxious attachment styles, which there are three. Those you can Google. I will link. I won't link. Well, maybe I'll link something down below for you guys if you want to look more into that. But my focus right now is for the anxious attachment style, which I was for a very long time in my relationships through therapy. I have finally started to practice and embrace my secure attachment style. Thank God. Um, I still fall into the anxious attachment style because of my anxiety, but very rarely does it ever apply to my romantic relationship now, which is great. Or really any of my other relationships, which is even better because anxious attachment style is a hard one to overcome at least for me it was because i grew up with it. it it does stem from a childhood environment and upbringing um all of your all of your attachment styles stem from your childhood and when i link when i find a good link for you guys below you'll understand why so anyways matthew Hussey talks about anxious attachment style and how that can ruin or make our relationships and one of the things that he talks about is how our anxious thoughts can come up from anywhere and it's always going to be from a wound that we have have or had in our past or present really and that can then in turn cause us to use our weapons, which I thought was a really interesting, I'm a big fan of alliterations. So when both of them started with W, I mean, I was already on board, but it was really nice to hear him use something that was so opposite of each other, but also coincides so well because you are wounded by other people's weapons. And in this case, your wound is what causes you to use your own weapon. And one of the ones that resonated with me the most was the weapon of being passive aggressive. And having had, or sometimes still having an anxious attachment style, having a passive aggressive weapon is the one of the most unhelpful things in a relationship because I would create environments where I would be wounded or hurt from a situation or an event or something that was said and instead of just saying I was hurt or that makes me sad and upset I would create an environment where my energy was very heavy or very tense or I would speak in very defensive tones and it just wasn't nice. It was never a nice feeling. It always felt mean. Um, and at the time, I didn't realize it because of how familiar being anxious was to me. And then having that response be the thing that protects me. I didn't realize it. And that's such a normal feeling for for anybody. If If you're so familiar with one thing you won't realize what you're doing because that's just what keeps you safe and being comfortable and safety in our lives is such a huge 
component of who we are as people it's just the survival instinct and for the longest time in my relationships I didn't think I was doing anything wrong because I kept myself safe and then in therapy and just talking with my loved ones I realized that I was pushing people away because of that reason and it wasn't creating a vulnerable space for my partner or really any relationship I had because they never felt safe enough to be there for me. I didn't allow them to be there for me. And Matthew was saying that a lot of relationships don't end because someone isn't able to help you with your wound. It's because people can't deal with our weapons. And again, that hit me like a brick because of my last relationship um so i thought about it a lot this week and it was just it was something that was really nice to have into perspective to understand that because of my weapons in the past and present i don't allow any of my loved ones to come to my aid or the potential that they have to help me because they're now dealing with my weapon of choice at the time and they will become defensive i mean why wouldn't they you know i'm looking for a safe space i'm not creating it for them so they're going to look for a safe space which also would just create a defensive tone on my end and i know that sounds unhealthy because it is it is incredibly unhealthy and it's difficult because Matthew was saying that unless you have a very insightful person across from you, no one will know that you're hurt and it's not because you're intentionally being sarcastic or mean or rude. It's because you're feeling a wound that you don't want to deal with and you don't know how to ask for help. And unfortunately, I learned that very late in a lot of my relationships learned that very late in therapy and then uh when I learned it I got better and I was single and it was nice but then when you want to apply it to real life again you know it's the whole idea of buddhism when or buddhism monkism something I heard it from someone somewhere Jay Shetty I think I'm very helpful right now. I'm so sorry, guys. But I heard a quote saying, you know, when you feel enlightened and you're alone, of course you're enlightened. Your your ego is saying you've done such a great job. You're doing a great job. You're progressing and everything you're doing is helping you become more enlightened. And then you are put in a situation with your family or you're helping a friend move. And then all of a sudden you're not enlightened anymore because life. It's the same situation here where I learned so much about myself through my relationships and then in therapy even more so and then I didn't need to apply to anything for a long time I mean I I did for my personal like any relationship I had in my life but the attachment style really does have a lot of significance on your romantic relationships and when I was single I was like I'm ready to do this I can do this and then I enter another relationship and I'm like well where what happened to my enlightenment 
So it, it's definitely a practice that a lot of us need to understand how it works and need to understand what our attachment styles are first and then we can understand what our weapons are and then we can focus on our wounds instead because as I'm learning being vulnerable is incredibly difficult being vulnerable is incredibly challenging at least for me because of the way that I was brought up and it's a challenge when you want to be you want to be because you do know you have a space where it's safe and it feels okay to be weak sometimes to say that you have a wound to say that you're hurt or upset or that you're not feeling good about something and then you land on a childhood instinct or trigger that doesn't help the situation. Excuse Hayes's scratching, sir. <laughs> and I understand. I understand where you guys are coming from. If you're thinking, Hayes, if you're, if you're thinking, <laughs> you're doing that on purpose. <laughs> If you're thinking, oh my god, Hayes, if you are thinking that I lost my train of thought, this is going to be fun for you guys. So if you're thinking that, oh my god, Belle, like that's so much to think about and it's really hard and I don't even know my attachment style or like how do I get over that book, everything, all of that, I understand. I just thought that it would be kind of helpful to get that perspective out there for you guys because it, it was really helpful for me to hear that from Matthew saying that, you know, it's better to show your wounds and show that you're vulnerable so you create that space for the other person than to constantly need to feel safe and weaponize them because they won't ever feel that safety or don't like won't use their own weapons on you either and yes that relationship won't last because you can hear it already it's not healthy i will quickly note though that there are situations where being vulnerable you can't do i get that in situations where you're in abusive relationships in situations where you're gaslighted all the time in situations where the amount of negativity isn't worth being vulnerable because your weaknesses and your wounds will be used back to you narcissists are notorious for this and I understand that. So please, please, please don't apply this episode to every relationship that you have. If you don't feel like it's safe to do so, don't. Don't do it. But if you're in a loving relationship and you want it to last, just think about it. Just think about how being vulnerable is hard for you, but it's probably hard for them too. And if it's not, it's even harder for them to understand how they're creating a safe space for you isn't allowing you to feel safe so that's my friday feels this is your valentine's day special i hope you guys have a great weekend i hope you guys have a great friday i hope you guys have a wonderful valentine's day i still love it i know it's all gushy and everyone's like it's a corporate steal of your money i don't care Love is love, and I love it, even if it is just for yourself. 
I mean, no, not even. Especially if it's just for yourself. Or your girlfriends. And then there's a bonus, I guess, if you have a significant other to celebrate it with. So, or your pet. Like my little hazy that you heard scratching every time I tried to talk. He did that on purpose, I swear. I love you guys. I will see you next week. Bye. Bye.